guest is the all-time rushing leader for the Carolina Panthers. I want to welcome on Mr. Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan, how are we doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So we got the first NFL Sunday in the books, and I know you were at the Panthers game. Obviously, not the outcome you wanted, but did you see anything you like that you got to build on? Um, yeah, there's always a lot to build on. I mean, it's the first game in the season. Um, you can usually, you know, bank on the first four games of a season to work out any, you know, kinks and whatnot. Um, mainly the best thing you can take away from yesterday is uh, we don't have any major injuries. Um, so walked away clean from that standpoint. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, we got to see we got to see some 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 good stuff from Robbie Anderson. A lot of people had some doubts, you know, going into the season as far as Robbie Anderson's commitment and all those things. And you know, I've been real quiet about it because I know those type. I know what type of player he is. You know, the mindset. You know, and his his grind. A lot of guys, you know, take things into their own, you know, personal beliefs and 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 you know, in the off season and how they train. So you just got to trust that. Um, and so I feel pretty good about Robbie Anderson um, and just his availability of being a playmaker and, and making that statement yesterday. Um, Icky, Icky had some 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 tough goes, but I liked first first what game I saw. first game. So. I, I, I liked what I saw. He had a large task, um, you know, handling Miles Garrett and the likes of David um, uh, what, Clowney, not David, yeah, not David, uh, yeah D Clowney, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I think there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, with, with Robbie, I don't know if the change from R-O-B-B-Y to the R-O-B-B-I-E, maybe that helped him in the offseason, but that was, it yeah. looks like it, it looks like it's doing well. Yeah, so, it, for sure, for sure. What would you think of Baker up, up close and personal? You know, there's, um, uh, you know, up the beginning of the game, we just a slow start, right? You know, you have a new offensive line, you're actually throwing to your starting receiving core for the first time in a game. Um, so, you know, you sometimes a new team, you know, the stakes of the game, as far as him playing the Browns, you'll get those jitters. And I'm pretty sure everyone wants to win for him in the back of their mind too. So there's a lot of, you can tell there's a lot of jitters. Um, offensive line, you know, they found their, their way and their gel towards the end of the game. Would like to see that happen earlier. Um, you know, at the end of the day, as a, as a player or as a coach or as a fan, you would like to see your team play a perfect four quarters. Um, that did not happen, um, and it won't ever happen. But what you would love to see is your team not go five possessions and not move the ball around. And that's kind of what we got lumped into yesterday. Uh, the offensive line didn't really give, you know, the comfort needed for, for Baker you've seen. Um, batted down passes at the line of scrimmage is always not a good, it's not a good sign. Uh, but I think once he got, you know, comfortable, he started, you know, seeing the field, started seeing his, his receivers, started seeing, you know, where the defense, you know, lacks. And he took advantage, he took advantage of that twice yesterday, which put us in the game. Um, you know, you saw the tempo that they they ran with as far as uh, throwing the you know the deep ball to Ian Thomas um, right before the half and then you see Robbie Anderson break loose in fourth quarter and I mean those are the plays that you really need 
when you have a slow start. <laughs> yeah. But he's also, so, he's also, also going up against a pretty good backfield in Cleveland that I don't think anybody yeah. really expected, especially with the quarterback situation. Yeah. But I mean, if, for week one, like fans were always like, oh, it's week one. If this team's not good in week one, like we're going to react. But obviously week one, a lot of these guys are kind of just kind of getting moving pieces are all around kind of trying to figure out where everybody fits best. Do you, what, what kind of, do you think next week you're going to see like a major step from this team? Obviously Baker's building rapport with Moore and, and Robbie Anderson and LaBisca. Do you think you're going to see a lot more momentum kind of going forward? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, you got to add in the offensive coordinator too, right? He's, this is his first game. He hasn't called plays in a while. Um, and so what they have to do is find their identity. Um, you know, the Browns, everyone goes through an off season of change in some format. So as like, you can use that as an excuse for the first game, maybe, but there's teams that are one and right now. And so you need to have a sense of urgency about who you are and who you want to be and who you want to develop these players to be. And part of that is play calling. And you want to make sure you are sending the right message to your players uh, of who you are. The Browns did exactly that. Quarterback, no quarterback, we're a running team. We're going to run the ball and we're going to play defense. That's what we saw from the Cleveland Browns yesterday. And that's the reason why they won the game. And, um, you know, that you can look at our situation and say, oh, the referees and all that stuff. Well, they, they, they knew exactly what they were going to do coming into this game, and they stuck to it throughout the whole entire game. And you got to respect that. And I, my hope is that we, you know, take note of something like that from a, a team that beat you and, and try to implement that into your craft um, this coming week. You know, establish the run. You know, we have one of the best running backs in the league. So establish him, and that will make Baker Mayfield way more comfortable out the gate. With, with CMC, did you see anything? Obviously, out of kind of injury plague last two seasons, do you, did you see anything out of him yesterday? Maybe, I don't know if he's getting the rust off. Maybe the kind of signs of hope that you're like, all right, he's doing a little things differently maybe last year. Maybe he changed his body or changed his offseason or his workouts or his diet or something that kind of gives you optimism going forward. Um, he looks exactly how I expect him to look. He looks like uh, a sports car, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, he's, he looks fast. He looks shifty. I mean, he actually might look a little faster, in my opinion. Um, I saw the play where Baker, you know, mishandled the handoff or the snap, and he just picked it up and ran with it. That's the guy that – that's what you call a gamer, right? He is just in the game. He's zoned in, locked in. That's the guy that you want to have the ball in his hands all the time. And I know everyone's talking about, hey, you got to limit, you know, his exposure so that way he stays healthy. That's not the answer. The answer is we got to be more creative, period. We want him in the game. We want him to touch the ball, but we got to be creative with the other weapons as well. So you see that you saw that again with the Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt, you know, he scores a touchdown easily because he's playing. They put him in fullback. Yeah. What linebacker is going to cover Kareem Hunt? He's a and he's lined up at fullback. No one. <laughs> okay, so that's a that's a that's a no brainer. Um, the offensive coordinator is being real creative with the, the talent that he has at that position, 
And, you know, I'm sure that we have, we are well capable of doing the same things. And that's what I'm looking forward to uh, in the next coming weeks. What would you think of Chubb? I've seen a lot of people comp him to you. What, what, what do you think of him? Oh man, he's, he's a workhorse. I mean, I've loved him ever since I watched him at Georgia, um, you know, watching him come back from that crazy injury and just his work ethic and, uh, that, you know, as, when you're talking about a teammate, I'm pretty sure if everyone has to list the number one teammate on the Browns team, they'll probably say his name because he probably shows up to work, doesn't say much, and just does his job. And he does it in a way that is inspiring to the others around him, which is he doesn't he does not give one person a thought that they're going to tackle him. You know, and and that's the mentality you have to have at running at the running back position that I believe, and that's how I ran. Um, and it's good to see, you know, running back like him uh, doing so well. And obviously, the offensive line for the Cleveland Browns, I saw it firsthand experience yesterday. I mean, it was you were watching it happen. Like, oh, there's that's a 15 yard run before it even happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, outside of McCaffrey, who's, who's your favorite kind of pure running back to watch in the league? Uh, Saquon. Um, you know, this year is his year. Obviously, you know, I've, I've definitely been a supporter of Saquon and Christian because I've obviously played with both of them. But, um, you know, Saquon, when I first saw him in, you know, OTAs and my playing days in New York, um, you know, I texted a couple friends of mine and I said, hey, I've never seen a football player like this in my entire life. He's my size, but he's moving like a Odell Beckham, you know? So the sky's the limit for this kid. And I'm just excited that he's back and he's feeling healthy. Um, and, and more so has meant, you know, he's got his confidence going. You can, yesterday's game. You it was can incredible. That, it was unbelievable. You can, you can tell that game meant a lot to him from the standpoint of all the doubters. And that was a stepping stone and a growth moment for him that I think everyone needs to like mark on their calendar as, oh, this was the, this was actually the day that Saquon Barkley said to the world, I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. he has, he has that in him. Um, and on the national stage with, you know, the, the rushing King uh, and yeah, King Henry and, yeah. and, and, and King Henry. Um so, I mean, the sky's the limit for him. Um, there's so many talented running backs now, nowadays. Uh, you know, the, the backups are even for, for, for majority of your teams have to be almost equivalent to a starter. Yeah. And it wasn't like that back in the day. That's wild. And I got a couple of questions for you about your career. That's right with you. Um, what, was, what was it like kind of um, coming out of Oregon and just kind of getting to the Panthers and kind of being in the kind of split backfield early on? Well, for me, I had a lot of injuries, so I can, you know, definitely relate to um, Christian, you know, last, you know, couple of years and Saquon's last couple of years. Um, I've dealt with injuries throughout my whole entire career, even in Oregon. Um, got drafted, had surgery, was playing with D'Angelo, and I think that was a blessing to my career um, to come to Carolina and be able to share the backfield with someone, a veteran that taught me a lot you know, about, you know, being a pro and uh, different ways to look at the running back position. Um, but it definitely sustained my career. 
just giving myself not having the pre not having the the pressure of having to be out there um, when you were hurt or when you were injured and couldn't go. So, you know, I'm not really sure where that is in today's age and today's society as far as, you know, running back by committee. Um, but that's, it worked well for us. And you've seen the similar things with Chubb and Hunt yesterday and how they, you know, substitute each other out um, definitely seems exactly how me and me and D'Angelo did it, where one breaks one, the other one comes in and just keep it going. Yeah. Well, what was it like when Cam got there? Obviously, having guys as the number one pick under just coming in. Um, it's a breath of fresh air. Uh, we were coming off of a really, really bad season. Um, and Cam came in with the energy, a winning energy uh, that that the whole Carolina Panther culture um, needed. And he changed Carolina for forever. I think he he brought a likeness um, to the market. To the market, um, not a lot of people knew about the Carolina Panthers, and all of a sudden, everyone's wearing the number one jersey. Um, so it was a really a really exciting time, um, you know, being able to play with Cam and the things that he brought to the table. What was that Super Bowl season like? And I didn't end how you wanted to, but the season was incredible. You guys did. Yeah, the season was amazing. It was fun. One of the best years of my entire life. Um, you know, the energy in the city, everyone thrived, the businesses thrived. Uh, you know, it was all dependent on, you know, us going 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 15-0, and, and then obviously we lost um, to the Falcons. But, um, and then made the playoffs. The playoff run was amazing. Uh, just being able to especially play against the Seattle Seahawks, which is, um, you know, I'm from Washington. So every time I played the Seahawks, I took that part, you know, personal a little bit, Yeah. <laughs> but just more on, you know, you know, uh, you know, a home, a home state vibe. Like my, I know all my friends from back home are watching me type of thing. Um, but yeah, man, I really wish we would have gotten that Super Bowl, but uh, blessing in it is i got to score a touchdown so yeah that's awesome yeah that's cool i got a couple of quick ones for you um do you think oregon do you think they're gonna stay in pack 12 do you think they might move i mean it's a great question because if they stay you know they can find themselves being you know top dog if they do it right you know if we recruit um you know the way i think we should be able to recruit in that in, in that um in that division in that conference um, we would be able to be in the playoffs every year, especially with the new playoff rule. So um, I think they should stay, in my opinion, because then now you're the top dog amongst them all as far as where everybody would want to go. Um, and two, I just don't really, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how all this all plays out with everyone jumping, you know, conferences. Because you talk about, you know, travel, like having to travel long distances and, you know, having to be prepared and the sense of your readiness and your sleep. And it's a, it's a, it's a taxing way to go about it, especially yeah. for football. Yeah. And it, it, a couple, two last questions for you. Um, like the age of fantasy football, I'm sure people would have been blowing up your mentions and DMs forever. You got anything, anything memorable people are saying or people came up to you on the streets and something that got your attention? 
Um, you know, fantasy football and I don't really get along. Um, but I just had my this year is my first time having oh, a shit. fantasy football team. Are you, you got anybody good? Um, yeah. Um, I got Russell Wilson tonight. Hopefully he does me well. I got Christian McCaffrey. Um I got Pittman for the receiver. He's, he's, he's incredible. He, yeah, he yeah. balled out yesterday. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, did. he did some good, some good numbers yesterday. Uh, awesome. But, uh, but I, my, I, what I would like to do is educate people on, you know, not dehumanizing the sport. Okay, like I get fantasy football, but it's fantasy for, for it's a fantasy for a reason. So don't put your whole paycheck out there for it. No. And no, yeah. expect and expect the guy to go out there and think about you and have your face in their locker as they go out no. to go no, try to no, win a game. They don't give a shit. They don't give a, they don't give a fuck <laughs> about you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, Jim in Iowa, no, he, he's not thinking about you twice. Um, no, yeah, no, as well. And I've got one last one. I don't know if you've got this before, but kind of get in mind. Have you ever been con- um, um, confused with John Stewart, the comedian? Oh yeah, all the time. like on Twitter. So on anything does it happen like every like every day or, or not every not day, but every now and then I'll get like some type of like, ah, that was so funny, John. Like what? <laughs> I didn't say nothing for like two weeks. Probably more when he was on Comedy Central. <laughs> yeah. so like, when he was on Comedy Central, you're probably getting it every night because you guys are so similar. Yeah, exactly. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, I really really appreciate you taking time. I mean, how can people follow you on social media? And I know you guys do your podcast with Believe. How can people check that out? Yeah, so you can uh, follow me on Jonathan Stewart without the T on the end, one, um, on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And you can check us out on Believe in Panthers podcast. Um, I'm co-hosting with Desmond Johnson and Skylar Callahan. So check us out um, as we talk about Panthers in a different way. Cool, man. Not so so factual and so (laughs) statistically uh we, we're gonna get into a groove of supporting our pampers in a in the in a right in the right way yeah okay. well I, i'm optimistic about you guys this season i know a lot of yeah. people really were considering you guys but i'm really like you know this team when I mean, you look at the pieces they have defense obviously they had a lot of injuries last year and a lot of oh, injuries yeah. on offense last year you brought in a lot of pieces you bolstered the offensive line i think baker's a major upgrade over darnold i yeah. I, I think they could shock some people i really do I think I, they can too yeah man yeah man well, yeah. i really really appreciate the time all right man